are listening to the talk show for professional web developers. This is the David Conley Show. Online at bcradionetwork.com. Hello folks, it's David Connolly here. How on earth are you doing? It's uh, Friday. I had expected to or planned on doing a high-paid developer training thing today, but unfortunately, well, I haven't been feeling too good physically and uh, I was also finishing off a website for someone uh, this week, actually a college in London. And I, I just didn't have time, I'm so sorry. So I figured I'd, I'd leave the high paid developer training in case anyone's wondering until next week. Um, I, I'm a complete idiot because I started this launch thing and then basically halfway through I got diverted. I had a problem with my eye, you know, and I couldn't go on camera or anything, man, it just looked awful. And then, as I say, I don't illness and things and deadlines and all that, and it's just quite difficult. So I thought I would at least come on and leave a quick message. You know, if you're a web developer and you have a blog or a YouTube channel or maybe even a podcast, there is a very simple technique that you can use, very quick and easy, which virtually guarantees thousands of visits practically overnight. And the technique is, if you pick two well-known technologies, any two, doesn't really matter. Maybe you could say Zend and Codeigniter, PHP and .NET, Ruby and Python, who cares, right? Just pick two popular technologies. And if you write an article or put a you know, YouTube video out there, a podcast or anything, and you talk about this technology versus that technology, and you talk about that. Well, the amazing thing is, folks, you end up getting thousands of hits. It's the strangest thing. Now, I discovered this back in 2011. 11. I wrote this article um, and it was called the best PHP framework and I compared a bunch of PHP frameworks, right? This was before the DC radio network or anything like that, before the Insider Club. I just wrote this article, you know. Next thing you knew, I had well over 200 comments left. And some of the comments were from movers and shakers, you know. I had like Larry Ullman, who's probably one of the best-selling PHP authors on the planet. He came on, he's leaving comments, you know. He's the guy who writes the quickfire books. Um, I had Pact Publishing, the, the company, the, you, know, the, you know those books with like the black cover and the orange band at the bottom? They got in touch and they were like hey, would you like to write a book about the Yi framework? Now, if you're thinking I'm showing off, then you're so wrong, because the revelation is, folks, 
I didn't even know what I was talking about. I'd played around with ye for about 20 minutes. I'd read a couple of statistics, you know, benchmarks and all that, but I did not have a clue. And this is the funny thing, folks. You don't even need to know what you're talking about. You can just put that kind of content out there and watch as the internet landscape of your life becomes electrified with all sorts of people shipping in and all that. But you know something, folks? I don't do that stuff anymore. I have done in the past, but I don't do it anymore. And I don't recommend it for you. I mean, I present this as a sort of intellectual curiosity. But I would strongly advise not to put out that kind of content and not to get involved in that kind of conversation. And there's a few reasons why, right? This is kind of a new thing for me because, you know, if, if anybody's listening saying, well, hang on, man, half of your shows are about, you know, this versus that, or, you know, Code Igniter versus blah, blah, and, you know, something. How, how, where's this coming from? And yes, you are right. Yes, I have put out lots of that content in the past. And I'll tell you something. Whenever I put that kind of content out, the next day I would have dozens of subscribers, okay? But you know something, folks? It's negative. That's why... I'm not doing it anymore. You see, within the last two years, I don't know if you've noticed this, right? But within the last two years, I think there has been a shift in the web development community, particularly the PHP community. Now, I'm not seeing this in, uh, when I'm looking at people talking about Ruby on Rails or Python or anything. I'm seeing it in the PHP community, okay? Let's, let me just be specific here. And what I've noticed is, is that PHP has become so fragmented that basically they cannot agree on anything and they are all at each other's throats. Somebody left a comment on Twitter just the other day, a very well-known PHP guy. And he said, here's my answer to the question, should I use Laravel or Ruby on Rails? And he left a link. And I clicked the thing and I looked at his answer. And you know something, folks? His answer was just negative. I mean, all I could see was like, hey, I've answered this question before and you morons using, you know, Ruby on Rails, you know, and it was just negative. And I've noticed that this seems to be the prevailing mood of the PHP community. You head to Twitter, check it out, check out what's going on. Don't listen to me, you be the judge. And you can see that there's kind of a new dark energy that has appeared in the PHP community. Now, I actually have uh, a theory about this, but I don't think I'm going to go into it because, quite frankly, it's too controversial, and if I went there, I'd have tons of hate mail and all that, and I can't be bothered, okay? But nevertheless, that's the situation that we're in right now. Now, when you think about it, folks, questions like, 
what's the best programming language and what's the best framework and these kind of things. At the end of the day, they are subjective. Now, I happen to use the CodeIgniter framework, okay? And if I was to say that among certain circles, you know, you know who they are, right? Certain other frameworks users, then I would be ridiculed, quite frankly. I would be ridiculed, okay? Um, there's one particular community of the PHP universe who have really injected a new type of hostility, the likes of which I've never seen before. I'm talking about the Laravel community, folks. Now, don't get me wrong, I think 99.99999% of Laravel users are super cool, but there's a certain um, kind of clique of Laravel users who have gotten into the habit of wandering around the web attacking people, attacking people who don't do things their way. You know, there's one gal, I don't even know her name, but in my mind I call her Sarah Palin because it's kind of what she looks like and it's kind of the energy that I'm getting. And some of the vicious attacks that I've heard from this person and I've even received from this person are quite unbelievable. Quite unbelievable. I wrote an article a while ago saying that I have concerns about the dependency on the command prompt because I felt that this would um, be off-putting for a lot of Type 2 web developers and I felt that it was kind of potentially a step backwards just in terms of how it looks for Type 2 developers. And if you're a listener to the show, you'll know that a Type 2 developer is the kind of person who learned web development maybe using Dreamweaver or, you know, kind of person who's familiar with Photoshop and CSS, kind of someone who comes from a more visual background. That's a type 2 web developer, okay? A type 1 developer, just as a reminder, is the kind of developer who learned web development from, uh, the basically from fixing computers. Usually uh, it's the kind of person who's very comfortable, you, you know, with the command prompt and DIR and all of that stuff and they're very much at home with that kind of thing. Maybe they're familiar with uh, the BIOS. Do you remember you had to fiddle around with the BIOS and all that stuff? That's generally the domain of type 1 web developers. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a type 1 developer. There's nothing wrong with being a type 2 developer. I'm going to be entirely honest with you. The developers who I know who have made fortunes are mostly type 2 developers and that's a fact. I can give you names and addresses, okay? Um, you know, it's, it's funny actually, I, I, I'm laughing because I can remember 10 years ago I got a phone call from uh, a friend of mine. Well, he's actually a guy who was in a running club that I used to be in, you know? And he said to me, um, Hey, Dave, he said, listen, do you fancy going out, man? It's Friday, let's do something. Yeah. I said, okay, where do you want to meet? And he says, well, could you come to my, my house first? And we'll go from there. And I said, okay. 
I headed to the guy's house, you know, and he said, okay, so good to see you, all right. Uh, he said, listen, before we go, can you tell me how to uh, query information, how to retrieve rows from a MySQL database? And I was like, what? And he was like, well, it's just that I'm doing some work on a site and I was wondering if you could just show me how you retrieve rows. He said, I know how to do the design and all that. And I even figured out how to do contact forms and I've got a contact form that looks really cool. But I just don't know how to get information from the database, you know. And I was like, well, okay. I can see why he's invited me over, right? Um, but I said, okay, and we sat at the computer and we ended up there for about an hour and I showed him how to retrieve information. No frameworks, no fanciness, just basic, basic PHP. I was like, okay, here's how you get rows. Next thing I know, he's like, how do you insert rows? And I'm like, oh no, right, I showed him that. He said, how do you delete rows? And I said, okay, here's how you delete rows. And I showed him this. It was about an hour and then we headed out. Now, about six months later, I met that guy. We, we, you know, he was a buddy, but we weren't close. So there was kind of a gap. So I met him about six months later. We met up to, you know, talk about something. I don't know what, but I met him anyway. And uh, he, he turned up and it was this restaurant at the Clyde side. The Clyde is a river that goes through Glasgow. And as I'm waiting there, Next thing I knew, this big fancy car comes up. And you know who's driving it? The guy. What was his name again? I can't even remember his name. It's been 10 years. What was his name? Uh, Mark. That's his name. I won't give you his second name, right? But that was the vibe. And um, I was like, how did, you, how did you end up in this? I mean, the time I'd seen him six months before, he was driving a little... Uh, kind of moped you know and I was like well what on earth have you done and he says well I landed quite a good client you know and uh, things turned out okay I said who was the client and he said it's the NHS now folks the NHS is the National Health Service of the UK that my friends is a multi-billion with a B client that's about one of the best clients you can have. And this guy ended up having the NHS as his client. And he was working on all sorts of things. Now, there is a dark side to this story. Some of you folks are listening saying, hang on. Are you telling me that some guy who hardly even knows about PHP or anything is landing jobs building databases for hospitals and everything. Are you telling me that that's happening? That's not right. Well, guess what? I agree. It's not right. It's not fair. And in this particular case, I'll say it once and then I'll deny that I ever said it. We'll call this a glitch, right? So here comes the glitch. I actually had a look at what he'd built and it was wide open. I don't want to go into that in any more detail. I never even said that. But the point is, yes, it is true. Sometimes the people who land the best gigs are not the ones who are the most technical ones, you know. Sometimes 
it's the type twos, <laughs> you know. And he was a type two, a complete type two, obviously. Uh, and that was the vibe. So anyway, back to this nonsense. I left a post a while ago saying, you know, I'm concerned about some of the new frameworks. They have this kind of dependency on the command prompt and I felt that it would be discouraging to type twos. I mean, I just want to encourage everyone, you know. And uh, next thing I knew, I just got attacked, you know, attacked for saying this. Uh, Sarah Palin got back and said, if you think the composer is cutting edge, it just shows how far behind you are or something, you know. And it was just vicious. And I disengaged from that conversation. And since then, occasionally, I've seen this group going around attacking people. And they really do attack like a pack of wild dogs. Have you ever watched the documentary? Have you ever seen how wild dogs attack? I mean, they don't all just go and attack. They'll maybe kind of surround the victim. They'll maybe check them out and marry them up, you know. And then one of them, one bold one, one of the bold dogs will come up and maybe just have a little and a little nibble and then go back. And then they'll see if they got away with it. And if they get away with it, they'll come back, have another. We've all seen this in the wildlife documentaries. And then when it looks like they're getting away with it and the victim looks vulnerable, then all the others will join in. And before you know it, the victim is slaughtered. This is how a pack of wild dogs works. We see this with hyenas and everything. And that's what I'm seeing online, folks, to be entirely honest. Now, I promised myself that I wouldn't talk about this too much, and I don't want to talk about it too much. I've probably already set myself up for tons of hate mail and everything. But here's the point, folks. The people who listen to this show, and I've talked to lots of you folks, I've even worked with a few of you folks, socialised with a few of you folks, the people who listen to this show, as far as I can tell, you are a super intelligent bunch of people. We have real cool people on board here, and there's a few of you folk who I believe are going to go on and become super Super successful. All of the signs are there. Now, what are the signs? The signs are positive energy. And when I say positive energy, folks, I'm not trying to sound like a hippie. I'm not giving you some metaphysical speech. Let me just break this down. Positive. Positive means helping other people. Positive means optimistic. Positive means giving others the benefit of the doubt. Positive means always looking for the good. Always looking for opportunities. That's positive. And energy means the energy to do stuff. Okay? So, you know, you look around the Insider Club discussion forum. There's clearly people there who have positive energy. You see them talking about the new thing that they're learning, the new project they're working on. You see them answering questions, helping other people. And you see them and they've got this energy, this positive energy. And I'm telling you right now, folks, I have walked the earth long enough 
to know how this stuff plays out. And some of you folks are going to go on and become super successful. I'm absolutely sure of it. Now, there's one or two of you folks, and I'm not being judgmental here. I'm saying this because, well, I think I just love you all. And as a person who loves you all, let me just say that there's some of you, maybe just a few, who have been radiating a negative energy. Okay? Now, I don't always talk on the forum as much as normal these days, and I'm probably going to go on it less and less. But I do read the comments all the time, and actually, I don't want to freak anyone out, but virtually all of the people who join the Insider Club, whenever they've left links to their websites and stuff, sometimes I like to go and check them out and see what they're up to and see what their vibe is. And as I say, for the most part, it's very, very positive. But you know, folks, I've been looking around and there are a few of you folks who have been emitting a negative vibe. Now, the way that you know if you're emitting a negative vibe is this. Have you ever said anything? Have you ever posted anything? And afterwards, maybe not immediately, maybe a few hours later, maybe a day later, have you just had this kind of bad feeling about it? Like, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I said that. And it may not be as much as I should not have said that, but just this general negative energy about something that you've posted. If that's the vibe, folks, then I'm telling you, I am your best friend. I think you're emitting negative energy. And I know what it's like. Because there's tons of other people emitting negative energy. Have you ever had someone say anything to you that was nasty online? Have you ever had anyone who has said anything to make you feel like an idiot? Maybe you've even listened to, I mean, it could be something as innocent as listening to another podcast and you hear somebody talking about some super technical concept and you don't understand it and everyone else seems to understand it and they're all laughing and joking and it ends up you just feel like an idiot. Have you ever had someone say to you, you know, that idea you've had is never going to work. That's ridiculous. Who are you kidding? As if you can do that. Well, listen, folks. I'm putting my own hand up here. I've had these things. But you know something, folks? As Zig Ziglar said, we cannot be snyops. You cannot be a snyop. A snyop is a person who is susceptible to the negative influences of other people. You see, when you engage in a negative conversation of some sort, let's say it's a debate about technology. Let's say it's a debate about what's the best programming language or the best framework or something like that, okay? If that becomes negative and you allow that person 
to say negative things that lower your vibrational levels, then you are letting that person take your dreams. You are allowing that person to make you feel bad and they are destroying your financial future, they are destroying your reputation and they are destroying your entire life plan. So why bother? Why engage in those types of negative exchanges? Now I plead guilty because, as I say, I've suffered with this kind of thing too. And as the show becomes increasingly popular, as more people come on, I mean, when I started the, the Insider Club, I remember saying, and I actually said it, if, if, I thought, if seven people join, that'll be amazing, you know, I thought seven people, and that was reasonable, because for the first 18 months of this show, I only had 30 people on the mailing list, can you imagine, mailing, my accent's everywhere, can you imagine doing a podcast for 18 months and there's only 30 people who signed up, right? And then, within the last six months, there's been about 1,100 people who joined uh, the Insider Club. And uh, another bunch of people on YouTube who suddenly seemed interested. And another bunch of people on Twitter, you know, and you can check it out. And I'm not showing off. But the point is, this is going to happen to you. I mean, I know that this is going to happen to some of you folks, but on a much, much bigger scale. Some of you folks are going to go on and you're going to build amazing applications, amazing automated businesses. And you're going to become industry leaders. And some of you folks will go on and maybe you'll do seminars or public speaking tours. Maybe you'll become an author. Who knows what the future holds? Maybe something will come along that you never even expected. Look at Joel from the Insider Club. He came along thinking I'm going to learn about web development. And you know what he said just about a month ago? He said, you know what? He said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I came here to learn web development and I ended up trading the stock market <laughs> you know and he's going away he, he's off you know away into the sunset doing really great you know and that's fantastic so who knows what's going to come up who knows where you'll be in two years from now what technologies you'll be using who knows i think the possibilities are you know infinite and i think they're awesome but you see folks when you engage and that negative stuff, you are destroying those dreams. And one of the things that some of you folks need to realize, and I'm not going to point anyone out, because the people who know this can feel this. They can feel my energy right now. Okay? They can feel it from the way that I'm talking. They know that I'm talking to them from a place of compassion and I'm telling you that there's some people listening to this show who need to modify 
who need to reset their energy levels. You know who you are. So, when you see some negative comment, when somebody says something to you, maybe somebody leaves a comment on your blog or something like that, maybe someone says something on a forum or beside a YouTube video or anything like that, okay? If you see something like that, then the first thing that I want you to do, folks, is say to yourself, I feel love and compassion for this person. Obviously, this person has some kind of insecurity. Maybe they feel as if they need attention. Maybe even they feel that I've done something wrong. Maybe I'm the one who's done something wrong. I'm so sorry and I love this person. Thank you. And then, as soon as I have that thought in my head, I just disengage. And that's it finished. And if that person then comes back, and it's funny because this actually happened a couple of hours ago. I saw this on a YouTube video. Someone kind of came back at me and they had this. And then they came back. When they come back again, I don't look at it, and neither should you, because I've already let that go. And if you have this approach, folks, nobody can ever harm your dreams and your ambitions and your hopes for the future. Now, I know I'm sounding a bit crazy here, but the only reason I'm saying it is because some of you folks, and I know what you're like, I don't think you are on some path of mediocrity. I don't think there's anything normal about what you're trying to do. I think you're capable of incredible things. And I think that if you engage in any of the kind of negative stuff we're seeing online right now, that stuff could potentially be on the web for a lifetime. Can you imagine that? I mean, imagine if you actually went down to the level and you engaged. Imagine if you just said some flippant comment. <laughs> Maybe you had a bad day, a bad moment. That can be online for the rest of your life. Even after you've gone, it can be online. Well, none of us are perfect. I'm sure if I look back in the old archives, I would find tons of stuff that I've said. Certainly on Twitter, where I've, you know, I've debated politics and stuff like that, and said all sorts of things back and forth. There's a well-known politician, um, in the UK at least, uh, called George Galloway, and I had a habit of sending him tweets, and we would debate and all of that, and... It was completely negative, you know, so I've went in and deleted all of that stuff. And whatever your particular journey has been, if you have been engaging in any negative stuff, okay, anything that lowers your energy levels, lowers your expectations, lowers your self-esteem, 
it's time to let that go and disengage, folks. And the good news is, it's not too late, okay? I mean, it's an incredible thing, folks, but the universe can be quite forgiving to those who have good intentions, you know? So it's not too late. So let's disengage from the negative bickering and let's focus on achieving some really amazing things with the time that we have left. This has been David Connolly from DC Radio Network. Thank you very much and I'll see you again soon. Bye.